PFT Media. Hey kids, it is your buddy Peter. It's May 7th at uh, 6.36 in the morning. I could not sleep, so I figured I'd sneak on down into Rosie Land Studios and get some work done. Uh, episode 240 is out now. It is my interview with Josh Burwanger. I'm fairly certain I just blew his last name. I, I blew it on the episode. He pronounces it. It'll There'll be links in the show notes. You should look this cat up. He came on my radar. I mean, his band came on my radar uh, back in the 90s. And uh, they put out a, a couple really, really great uh, emo records. I think that's what they were calling it at the time. And their anniversary of the of their band, the anniversary's first record, came uh, happened recently. So I hit him up and he was nice enough to come on the show and we talked for about an hour and we talked about what he's been doing. We talked about life in Kansas and fatherhood and we, we really get geeky over the band ELO. Apparently he loves ELO just as much as I love ELO and especially kind of a, kind of a weird ELO record that came out in the eighties called time. Uh, look it up. It, it's a good record. You can't go wrong with Jeff Lynn and anything ELO does and anything Jeff Lynn touches. So this is an interesting th- uh, one, there'll be links to all his music in the show notes. Uh, buy it uh, right now, like like anybody else. Uh, Josh can't tour, can't really do a lot of stuff, so he's just busy making music. So buy his music. It, it's cool. You'll like it. A couple things. Uh, the Best of Orlando from the Orlando Weekly is happening again. Nominations started, I believe, yesterday. I would love for you to go over to theorlandoweekly.com and uh, nominate Scotch and Good Conversation as uh, Orlando's best local podcast. We've been based out of Orlando for four, five years, four years, going on five years, a one-man show for, for the most part. I'm part of a network, and uh, I, t- I talk to a shit ton of Orlando people and uh, you know people from all around the world, and I talk about how, how great this town is. So if you're feeling so inclined... Uh, nominated us as best local podcast also hey i'd love to uh grab a nomination for dinner good conversation as a uh, best new thing or uh, best water park or best uh, uh uh tobacco shop or something like that just throw dinner good conversation in something too that'd be kind of cool uh what else we got going on i got t-shirts uh, they are going to be a little limited i think we're going to probably stop selling them in the next couple of weeks there are world famous conversation shirt. You might recognize the logo. Uh, I I came up with it myself. It says conversation across the front, and they are available through Impress Inc. Uh, here's what I need you to do: just uh, Google hashtag merch on Orlando. A lot of local independent businesses like like Scotch and Good Conversation and the Nook on Robinson and some other podcasts and some restaurants are selling T-shirts through Impress Inc. Thank you, Impress Inc. And uh, $2 from each t-shirt goes over to the uh, Second Harvest Food Bank. So that's pretty cool. We get some money. We get a ten, about 10 bucks each per shirt. And uh, Impress Inc. makes a little bit of money. So it's a win for everybody. So uh, there'll be links over on the Scotch and Good Conversation page on Facebook, the Scotch and Good Conversationalist group page, and there's links in the show notes. So uh, grab a t-shirt while you can. What else we got? Oh, I got stickers. I haven't talked about those in a while. Uh, stickers and buttons. If you want one, they're free. I will send you one. So email me over at scotchandgoodconversation at gmail.com. And as soon as I get enough for me to uh, put on a mask and some gloves and a hazmat suit and uh, uh, 
enough alcohol for me to wipe down when I'm done. I'll hit the post office and I will send you them. Scott's in good conversation, gmail.com. Don't forget to put your address. Some people do that. They just write, can you send me a sticker? Uh, so uh, they're free. And then take a picture and, and uh, post it up on Facebook or something. I don't know. I want to give you something. I love you guys. Thank you, Josh, for being part of the podcast. Next week, hey, this is kind of cool. I, I talked to Eric Bazilian from uh, the Hooters. Uh, if you don't know the Hooters, Google them because they, they were one of the most important bands that I listened to in high school. I love them. They're from Philadelphia, very American sound. And uh, he's no slacker. He's written some music for some people. Uh, you know that song, One of Us? You know, if, if what if God were one of us? He wrote that for Joan Osborne and uh, then Prince covered it. So that's pretty cool. I talked to him yesterday and I got a lot of really cool things in the works. You guys uh, take care of each other, okay? Ride a bike, go outside, wear a mask. Remember to breathe. Thank you for checking out Scotch and Good Conversation. I am Peter. Sitting across from me on the blue couch is no one because of coronavirus. Uh, but <laughs> in Kansas, I think. That's right. Well, yeah. It's Kansas. Is Josh, and I have no idea how to say your last name. Furwanger. You said you'd never listened to the podcast before? I don't listen to podcasts in general. Here are three things that I know about <laughs> you. Uh, number one is... About 20 years ago and about three months ago, you made one of my favorite records to come out of that time period. Talk about the anniversary real quick, and then we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the, the, all the other shit you got going on, because you have not slowed down since that happened. Yeah, so that long ago, what you said. Uh... <laughs> I made a record. I was very young. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's kind of wild to think about that, but it was, yeah, that long ago, and Justin, Adrienne, Janko, Jim, and I um, got signed to uh, Vagrant Records mm -hmm. and Heroes and Villains, which was like kind of like a little um, offshoot of Vagrant, which was like Get Up Kids thing, but it was basically Vagrant. And um, we recorded Designing Nervous Breakdown, and they put it out, and we just uh, started touring from there on out, and. Uh, we put out one other record after that called Your Majesty, and then we really, it's like Designing came out in 2000, and Your Majesty came out in 2002, and then we broke up in 2003. So it was a really short run, but it was like we were on tour the entire time, so it was like, it seems so long, but it was really, you know. I'm going to say this as a music fan, and some of my favorite bands broke up, and then they got back together and started yeah. putting records out, and, and, and it, it just didn't work. You know, they're, they're, right. it's, you are a 20 year old older dude than you were when you made that record. You have mm -hmm. wisdom. You, you got a bigger record maybe. collection. Yeah, maybe <laughs> I'd like to think you have, uh, you know, <laughs> and I, I, I know you went out and toured with it a little bit and I, I know you made uh, like just hordes of people happy because you got behind that and went, Hey, we, this is, 
this is a landmark in our career. This is, you know, and so thank you. I didn't get the chance to see you. Did you play Florida at all? We didn't. It's, it's, you know, uh, it's really hard for us to do anything because everyone else besides me have like real lives like adult, where they adult have like jobs and things. Yeah. 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 And like things like this. And then I'm like Mickey Rourke from the wrestler. Um, <laughs> and, uh, so it's hard to do anything, but the main reason we did it is just to be with each other. That's great. And hang, and hang out. And it's great that the fans got, who got to see it, enjoyed it and had a good time. But for us, it's just like, you know, the first show we did, Adrienne hadn't seen Janko since the day we broke up. So it was, you know, like awkward. Was it awkward? No, no, no it was like, we jumped, we jumped right back in. We good. Like any practice. Did you practice before? Was there a oh, get together? Oh yeah. Okay, good. Oh <laughs> All right. Those songs on designing a nurse breakdown. It's kind of like, they're kind of like not, talently as good as early Metallica, but, stru <laughs> but structure wise, they're just all over the place and they're weird chords. And then like, you're like, what in the hell were we doing? It was you so know? smart for its time. Like it, it really <laughs> was like, I mean, I was all caught up in that sound and, and, and I, it, it was so smart. And recently I, I've been like cruising around. I, I, did I reach out to you on Twitter or Instagram? I think it was Instagram, right? I think it was Probably. Instagram. Yeah. yeah. I've been tooling around and going, man, I miss that band and I miss that band. And I'm assuming yeah. a lot of people have time on their hands right now. And yeah. I, I sent you a message and you immediately replied, which is, which thank you. Uh, um, yeah. And you were so sweet. You were like, yeah, let's do it. And you put a little heart when you, when you like uh, the end of it. And I was like, and then you said, yeah. can we drink, can we drink whiskey? And I was like, I'm on board with that. Um, <laughs> I, 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 are you guys ever going to make another record? I, you know, because I'm about moving forward. Like I'm, I'm about that. And, and we can talk about what you're doing now. Cause you, you don't slow down. Yeah. Yeah. No slowing down. Um, I said we would never play another show again. <laughs> so so nothing that. is definite. Yeah. Nothing's like, I would say probably not the higher percentage. We would not be making an, any more new music. So, but you never know, but I would say no, probably. Good. Well, I mean, not, not good because I think, I think, you know, lots of people want those records. I don't know. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm about moving forward. Here's what happened to me one time. I went to see modern English once, not modern English, yeah. excuse me, the English beat. And, yeah. and, and, uh, um, I got there and it was just sad. It was a, just a sad wedding reception that was, you know, full of people my age, just kind of like shanking a little bit and, and and I looked around, like I was into it. And then I looked around and saw my contemporaries jamming out to this music that was made in the eighties. And I literally got yeah. bummed out. And my wife is like, why are you sad? And I'm like, have you seen everybody else around here? You know, I, and I'm about yeah. moving forward. So what are you doing now? Because I, I, I think I counted three different bands that you, you work with. I'm, I'm, I'm not uh -huh. quite sure. So what, what, what are you doing now? Well, I, after the anniversary broke up, um, I started a band called the only children mm -hmm. and we put out two records and then it was basically kind of just turned into like my thing under the only children. Are you a control so freak? Kinda, am I, um, to a certain extent, it okay. depends. It just depends who I'm working with. Uh -huh. I interrupted. Um, I'm sorry. The only children. No, that's yeah. like, I, I would let, you know, I, one day I like was like, no, I don't think I am. And then I was like kind of thinking on it while I was in the studio. I'm like, oh, maybe I, it just, but it all depends. You know, it's like, 
if I'm working, if I was working with Jeff Lynn from ELO, <laughs> he was producing. A record, Let him do it. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> and he was like, "No, this is how it would be." I'd be like, "Yes, sir." Yes, yes, yes Mr. Sir. Lynn. Thank you so much for. But sometimes out of the you blue. know, it's like it's just who you know. I've been doing this for like before the anniversary. I was playing in bands, so it's like sometimes you're playing with someone new, and they're like this. I'm like, no, try it like this. I'm not a dick about it, and sometimes their thing works, but it's just. I will listen, mm-hmm. and if it works, it works, and if it doesn't, then let's figure out how to make it the right way. Um, but uh, so I'm trying to make another. Well, I'm not trying. I'm making another Only Children record. Mm-hmm. I'm working on a new Burwinger record. Okay. Um, I'm in a band called Radar State with. Oh yeah, yeah, I did, I did see that with the uh, dudes from the Get Up Kids, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adam, mm-hmm. uh, who plays in too many other bands um, but, uh, <laughs> you guys are very incestuous that's that the word i think in, in uh, yeah. the scene you're in like you guys are really kind of like it's nice to see you interacting with everybody and it seems yeah what's what's this you're in kansas right yeah is that terrible is it cold you're, you're wearing like a flannel and a beanie and a freddy krueger shirt it's, yeah it's uh yeah well i was outside it's really windy today okay so it, i was outside in my backyard obviously. okay not hanging out with people, but uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's a bit cold out today. It's supposed to snow. I What's think, cold? Like What's today. cold for you? Cold for me is like, um, actually, it's not cold. I like it cold. I don't like it hot. Yeah. Um, I like it dark and cold. You would hate um, it here. <laughs> you would. You yeah. would hate. You would hate Florida. I. So, I kind of hate Florida. It's like, it's kind of like, you know, you go into a hotel room and the first thing you do is crank the, the air down. Yeah, yeah. Close, the, close the curtains that's, also. That's how I like it. But yeah. it's just really windy today. So. Yeah. And yeah. you put a record out uh, last year, right? I put a Burwanger record called Watching a Garden Die Out last year. And uh, we put out a Radar State record last year, both on a label called Wiretap Records out of LA. I'll put links in the show notes. I owe you an apology because I stopped at the anniversary. I'm sorry. I'm I'm old. Oh, I, 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 you know, I, I, I don't worry. Yeah. Just about everyone did. So yeah. it's all. It's but all, but it's your records good. are so good. Like I've been doing a deep dive in it, man. Like there, there's yeah. so many things going on. Like you have pop sensibilities and you're grabbing from everywhere. And I don't think and the reason I asked you is if you're a control freak is I, I, I don't think you like you have what you have in mind. And again, tell me if I'm wrong. You have what you have for your music in mind, and you make the, the, there's harmonies and jangly, and they go up and they there there's there's ballads. I, I I dig it. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna be a fan like of your new Thank music. You. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, you know it's tough now to do stuff and. You know, I guess it's always been, it's just about getting a break. You're going now, it's really tough. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, yeah, it is. It's, but you know, it's, I'm going to just keep going. It doesn't matter. I've talked to a couple artist friends of mine because I I know like some musicians and some literal artists and, Mm -hmm. you know, people who write and stuff. And I don't, all I do is like, I talk on a mic. Like, this is, this is, monkeys can do this. Uh, you know, and, uh, but, but uh, for, for people who like paint or, or, you know, arrange music or write lyrics, this, it seems to me like if you get your head in the right place, this would be a Renaissance for you. But it, it's imagine it's, I imagine getting your head in the right place because there's a lot of shit you can write about going on right now. Or, oh, yeah. yeah, or you, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I watched my, my, my wife is outside. I don't know if you can hear the alarm door going on and off, Yeah, but my dog just, we have a fence between my neighbor and our house and my dog just went at the other dog 
like through the fence. So she put her in. Anyway, I it, it seems like to me, like if I was like <laughs> an actual artist, I, I would be like enjoying this time, at least wallowing in self-pity that I can build something out of. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, I feel, I mean, for me, I kind of don't go leave the house much anyways. <laughs> Under normal circumstances. So, so this is kind of like not too different, you know, than my normal. It's like there is a scent. I have, um, I sort of bad anxiety and depression and mm -hmm. um, like, there's a there's a part of this like whole coronavirus thing where it's it kind of takes away that anxiety because people are like oh stay in your house and i'm like oh okay cool there's I no pressure to. to be social yeah yeah but like you know the other sense of it is is like oh my friends are like don't have jobs and are struggling with this and that and then that creates this whole other anxiety and like fear you know, and like just trying to stay positive and, you know, trying to figure out any ways to like help. And, you know, that's so it's like this like messed. But I mean, I'm I feel pretty good that things will change here shortly and be a little bit better. No, I don't know if it's going to be shortly, but <laughs> I'm I sorry. I, like, <laughs> I, feel, I feel I go back and forth. On yeah, it. I feel like I go back and forth on how I feel about it. Um, I don't want to get into it. I, I, I'm right there with you, man. Like I don't, I, I've designed my little world. I've been doing the podcast thing for about four years now and I don't ever leave more than about two or three miles from my home. Like I, right. we, we live in a, a pretty good, not a good, like we, we live on the border of a good section of Orlando. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, and, and like, if I need to, I can go, um, I could walk to our local grocery store. I don't yeah. because I'm lazy. Um, you know, right. I can walk to everything I need and yeah, walking is overrated. It, 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 well, in Florida, it's overrated because it's super <laughs> fucking hot during the summer. Uh, um, but, but on a, almost a, a daily basis, I have friends come over and talk to me for an hour and a half or people I don't yeah. know come over and talk to me for an hour and a half. And it's right. a bit like therapy. Like it, it's because 100%. when, when I started this, I said I wasn't going to hold back. Like, uh, like if someone asked me a question, I'm going to go, well, I'll, I'll talk about, you know, losing my virginity or pooping my pants or boner problems right. or any of the shit that goes boner on with, problems. you know, it, it, any of the shit that goes on in life, you know, and it's to me, like I, I'm doing okay. You know, for the most part, I'm getting a little, little kind of anxious about, about like, I, I really would like to go get like a proper, like just a environmentally not friendly glass of iced tea. Like I, I want to go to Dunkin' Donuts. I want to drive through and I, I don't right. want, I don't want, I don't want to worry about like who touched my cup. I don't want to worry about who mixed it. I want to grab it and I want to suck it down and, and I want to walk my dog. We have been yeah. walking the dog. Like we'll go and drive like a mile and walk the dog. But then I started yeah. wrapping my head around what if we get in an accident and I wind up in a hospital and then like that's a, to <laughs> me, that's a death sentence. You know, I, yeah. under normal circumstances, I'd be freaked out about hospitals. Like I, yeah. I, I don't like germs. I don't like touching people. Although I'm very yeah. huggy, which is very strange. And yeah. I, I, uh, so this is ask me. Like we'll do this again in a month or so, and we can all we can all kind of figure out like if we're losing our minds. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you're working on a record. 
and uh, you're stuck at home. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> Wait, that's sarcastic, right? No, no, I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I, 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 oh. I, I would like you to go out and sit in a park and strum your guitar. Like that. That to me seems like what little I know about you. I could see you under a tree yeah. in a park strumming your guitar and writing lyrics in a in a spiral bound notebook. Is am I wrong on this? I'm sort. I'm sort of opposite of that. Actually. Okay, are you like, like just be- in your basement? I would like to be like in a closet <laughs> with the doors shut in the dark and writing. And that's kind of how I am. I know for, for me, right. Cause I'm working on three different albums right now. It just sounds it's exhausting. Like, it's, it's great. I yeah. love it. It's like, all I care about is writing music. Yeah. Like that's it. And, um, so to like, wake up my sleep schedule is terrible right now i'm falling asleep at like four and five and six a.m and then waking up at like three so this is kind of like a morning beer to me right now. <laughs> um, well watch that i don't need you drinking too much <laughs> i said the guy would do <laughs> would literally finish one beer and almost suck down the other one it's got a bottle of scotch at, at his feet yeah that's why i'm drinking this beer it's like 4.5 percent alcohol yeah, it's, very, it's very yeah so no like waking up and then just kind of like hanging out with my little dog and then uh um, what kind of dog you got i i got i um did a rescue pup and okay it's good a, um it's a chihuahua mix with um Gosh, what are those? Whatever they base the Ewoks off of. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a lap dog, basically. Some like, sort of griffin. Yeah, do you sleep yeah. with the dog? Is, does the dog get in the bed? The, 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 Re- Reggie the Reckless is his name. He's four pounds. <laughs> okay. Um, full grown. And uh, he is a, he's allowed on the bed special occasions. Okay, like, good. I, like, I, I kind of have rules about – I have a few, few, few rules with pets. One, they aren't always allowed. They aren't allowed to sleep in the bed. Like if you're sleeping. Yes. And then two, no human food or begging. These these are these are the Vontaborski rules of dogs. Although my dog doesn't get in the bed, but she's also ten times bigger than your dog. Like she's forty-five, fifty pounds. I don't. I don't. (laughs) Like if if we start to do it, I don't need the dog going up there and jumping up there and getting involved. So she's got a bed. It's probably. As far as what we paid for it, it's more expensive than the mattress I sleep on. Reggie loves actually like he'll he'll come and like if I'm like watching a movie like or TV show, he could come and like chill a little bit in the bed. But like at nighttime, he just wants to go to a spot. Good dogs, they're they're they're, that's what they do. They go they they inbred in their in their brain is let's go back to the cave. The the pack is here, and we're we're gonna wind down for the evening. In the morning, we get up and hunt. If he the, sleeps in the clo- in the closet, so I'm sort of jealous of him. <laughs> because that's where you want to write music. If I the like kids the wanted to find your music right now online, where would we find it? Well, I assume uh, I know it's on Spotify. I assume it's on YouTube. Um, um, Amazon. I think I think when you register your songs through whatever uh, online source, I think they put it into uh, like all uh, the. I'm gonna find all your places for you and put them in the show notes. Okay. And then they send you a check, you know, yeah. They do they, do they, I, I heard they don't send you much of a check, like my musician no, friends. Like, yeah. you get your playlist and it's like, oh, they played, Ex- Exorcism Rock was played 10,000 times in the last two months. Um, here is, you get point zero 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 two cents for each time it's played, it's shit like that. And so, it's yeah, the checks are very low. But, uh, I mean, I mean, whatever, I don't, I don't, you know. Thing number two I know about you. (laughs) 
Yes. Uh, is you read Stephen Percy's uh, bio, Sex, Drugs, and uh, Rat and Roll? Oh, yeah. Did you read that? Like, did, Oh, yeah. Okay, because I like Rat, and I think he might be I a funny rat. guy. Like, I, when were you born? You were born during was, Rat, right? I was born in 78. Okay, so I, I think you're a little older. So you, you were about uh, seven or eight when, when uh, Out of the Cellar came out? Yeah, but okay. the first one I bought was Dancing Undercover, and that's oh, my favorite record. All right. Like, I, I, that I, one's front... That's front to back solid. I might have to re-explore Rat because I I, I, I kind of liked it and it made me embarrassed because I was into like Flesh for Lulu at that point. So, but yeah. I, I liked it. Like my friends were in the Rat and Metallica and stuff like that. And I acted like yeah. I didn't care. Yeah. You're also kind of obsessed with Motley Crue. You've been backstage a couple times with Motley Crue. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I met the guys in Motley Crue once. I was backstage at Guns N' Roses uh Last year, um, Guns N' Roses is one of the top five favorite bands. Um, yeah, I had a I hung out with Stephen Piercy one night, and it was uh, it was like I have two embarrassing moments. Like, your life, rock and, it, it, you're, you're doing okay. No, okay. every moment is. When I wake up, it's <laughs> so far, moment. you're doing a nice job, man. <laughs> I don't I don't look in the mirror. Um, it's embarrassing. Uh, but rock and roll wise, uh -huh. I have two embarrassing moment stories of like, okay, so I like, you know, you know, I got into Alice Cooper okay. when I was young, shout at the devil, third grade, first tape I bought. Um, and so I loved rat. I love Cinderella. And so like when anniversary was touring on your majesty, we had just got done touring with cheap trick. Nice. And, nice. um, yeah, yeah. so Stephen Piercy was playing a solo show in KC and my buddy Ricky and Phil, we we went to the show, and the um, promoter was like, "Oh, how was Cheap Trick? How was this? How was that?" I was like, "Oh, it's great. He, you know, he's an anniversary fan and stuff." And he, I was like, "Man, it'd be cool to meet Stephen Piercy." And he goes, "No problem. After the show, I'll come. <laughs> after the show, I'll come grab you. You could meet Stephen." So like, we're all like freaking out. And granted, there was like 14 people at the show. Um, and uh, so we're hanging out with Steven and he's pretty cool. And then the promoter, the promoter comes up and, but you could also tell he's like, kind of like bummed out. You yeah. Know? 14, 14 people 14, showed up to his, yeah. You know? Yeah. And uh, so we were trying to be like, Hey, you want to go get a beer? He goes, nah, I just want to smoke some weed, maybe work out. And we're like, oh, okay, we could smoke weed for sure. Um, <laughs> you, I'll watch you walk, work out. We're not going to work out though. But uh, the promoter came up and was like, Steven, do you know who this is? This is Josh. He's plays in this band. He, so he started like hyping me up and it was bumming Steven out. Like he was like, he goes, I don't like, he didn't, I didn't want this. Steven didn't want to hear about some new coming band. And you're young and he's my and, age, yeah. probably older. Yeah. And yeah. He's, yeah. He's so cheap trick. And he's like, yeah, cheap trick used to open for us. And he goes, you know, and he's like getting all upset. And then he's like, he's like, I'm out of here. He's like, I'm going to go work out. And then I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> It. And I'm always like, you know, he probably shouldn't have acted that way, but I understand why. And I was kind of, I was embarrassed by it, to be honest. But uh, you, you know, I get it. And then, uh, and then the other one was, uh, so Tom Kiefer from lead singer Cinderella. Okay. He put out, he put out a solo record, which is very great. And he was playing... This is about two or three years ago. Okay. In KC. In KC and uh, 
it was a it was a, like, kind of a big place so there was maybe 300 people there but it looked like you know like, it was sold out it looked cool it didn't know oh, oh, opposite okay oh. it looked was it it probably held like 2000 people. Oh, okay. So three. it was, okay. So 300 looks yeah. like, yeah, a drop in the bucket. Okay. Yeah. So like, but everyone was up front and like, I have anxiety at shows. So I'm always in the complete back. So I had like my back up against the wall and I was right by the exit and these dudes pull up and they're in suits and it was an outside show. So you see them pull up and they had these two, what may or may have not looked like call girls with them. Okay. And, um, and they go up to like this private section and they sit up there for about a song or two. And, you know, Tom's playing Cinderella stuff. He's like rocking gypsy row and shake me. And then, then, uh, these guys with their girls start walking down and they're, they're like businessmen. Uh And, no, they're they, not. They, what? I said, no, they're not. I, I don't know what they yeah, are, but I, I, you know, they're, they're dressed as businessmen. They look cool. And, uh, yeah. It's like, it's kind of in between a song and Tom from the stage goes, all right, I have a new record coming out and this is uh this is a new song off of it. And these guys are leaving now already. And as they're going, the first one goes through the exit, the girl goes through the exit, other girl goes through the exit. And then the last guy's like go, walking right in front of me and about to turn and go into the exit. And he goes, no one wants to hear that shit. <laughs> and then he's gone. And the entire crowd turns around and it's just me there. And I'm like, I'm, sorry. I'm like pointing like, no. I, that Spotlight hits you. This, this guy, he said that. I did. So, Tom, I love the new record if you're listening. I, I hope he is. And if you're listening, come on the might, podcast. Yeah, I think you might listen to this one. <laughs> um, was the book good? Uh, Sex, drugs, and rap, yeah, it was rap, actually oh. really good. Okay, because I got went, really quickly. Stephen went for a little bit. Went to the high school where Fast Times at Ridgemont High was based off of. Okay, yeah, well, yeah. I, no, actually, was was because that's a true story. That was Cameron Crowe wrote that book. So Stephen or uh, Stephen went to that high school for a year, and he said he would pull up in the morning, like Ridgemont High. Um, and, uh, he's like, people just had kegs in the back. People were just partying nonstop. It was like, the eighties. That's what happened. Dude, sure. Gosh, it's, it's, but it's a good book. It's a definitely good read. Uh, thing number three I know about you is, uh, you seem to have an unhealthy, uh, uh obsession with Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> um, what's that I, all about? I am a collector of things okay. and I have like a collection of toys um, and like figures and like things like that. And so when episode one was coming out, they were before, like, I don't even know if the trailer was out yet. I don't think it was toys. R us was having, they had the toy shipment in for uh-huh. force awakens. How old are you at this and point? How old am I? Yeah. At this point, I was, I think, 72. No. <laughs> uh, I don't. That's what, um, how old I am. <laughs> it was like, that's how old I feel. I'm Benjamin Button. Uh, I think uh, it was, uh, it had to be anniversary. So, I was, no, it was probably, I was probably like 20. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I, like it might have been. Yeah, no, yeah. It was probably younger. That was like 97, wasn't it? 98? It, it seems about like, uh, I had met my wife in 96, and I think I've been, 98 sounds about right. Yeah. So I was probably like actually 18 or 19. Okay. And uh, 
so I was, we were at midnight, the toys went on sale at Toys R Us. <laughs> no one knew anything. They you know, had seen pictures of people and stuff like Darth Maul. Everyone wanted Darth Maul. So we were waiting in line with a bunch of nerds. And that's kind of a joke because if I'm in line with them, I'm a nerd also. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm like really bad at like um, being aggressive towards almost anything like getting something or whatever like if it would i would never do like a black friday but like if i was there i'd like just run away from everybody and um <laughs> and sit in a corner or the closet and uh the so the doors open and everyone's grabbing toys like it's just like yeah madness. yeah, yeah. It's, it's, and i'm like sounds sitting horrible in the back. <laughs> like it it, it it was looking back and i'm like i was t- my friend dave was with me and i was like what do he's he's grabbing stuff and I was like Dave help I was like what do I do just <laughs> grab something grab anything so like, it's it's kind of like I wedge my hand in between oh two no you grab the worst thing <laughs> way older men <laughs> yeah. and I feel something I pull it out it's a twelve inch Jar Jar doll do you have it still I I. I do. Okay, good. <laughs> You're a proper collector. Dave, he's, Dave's like, what'd you get? And I was like, Jar Jar. And it's I a dog. Like, oh. like, <laughs> I just have a feeling this guy's going to be cool. Yeah. And I was serious. And uh, <laughs> and I like him now. I like Jar Jar. He's a good guy. You know, I, I'm on the <laughs> fence with that. <laughs> you should be. Yeah. Uh, real quick. Don't overthink these. This is meant to, to test you and I's relationship and whether we're going to be longtime friends. Okay. Top of your head right now, as you sit there, top three bands, singers, songwriters, or musical performers in your world, go. Uh, the Doors. Nice. T-Rex. Okay. Um, and then obvi- I, I always, I don't include the Beatles or Stones in this conversation. Yeah, yeah, because um, there's the Beatles and the Stones. It's another level. Yeah, yeah. And then um, uh, I'll say Terry Allen. What is that? Who is that? He's a singer. He's still alive. He's still, he's an artist. Um, he is just kind of, it's kind of like a folky thing. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, he has a couple of records. I'll send you links. Um, Please do. That like are, I'll, 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 I'll check out it out. Out of control. I, I, yeah. I, I, um, and I'm, now I'm bragging and this will come out uh, after your episode comes out. I talked to Stephen Kilby from the church a, a couple uh-huh. days ago and wow. I, I, I I had a boner and I almost peed myself during the whole thing. It was just yeah. very embarrassing. And he asked me what my, what my favorite T-Rex song was. And uh-huh. I'm that guy. Like, I don't, I, 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 I don't know what, what school me on T-Rex and why they're a good band. Cause I didn't, I didn't want to ask Stephen Kilby because I, I <laughs> I'm sorry. You're not Stephen Kilby. You, you're really cool. But, but, oh no. Yeah, no yeah, okay. Not, okay. Got yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I, for me, like Mark Boland's songwriting, just he it's he just explored so many different genres, but also made it his own, and that's what I look up like. That's like what I like to do. I like to like I like to listen to the blues, country, rap, um, soul, rock and roll, punk. It's like and then take those influences and make it into my own. And like, if you listen to from like the beginning of like Tyrannosaurus Rex and get to where it goes all the way to Mark Boland solo, it's just like this kind of, uh, wizard, wizardly acoustic, uh, pop at the beginning, folky Mm -hmm. pop. And then it goes to like glam 
and then it kind of starts shifting into disco and uh his last couple records which some people don't like those are like my favorites um and that's kind of it's it's very easy for me to listen to and be influenced by um and that's actually what got me i took a long break from um music and i uh coached basketball for seven years you <laughs> it's know, oddly yeah I, I, I was good i know you follow sports and it always strange to me when people i admire yeah. um i'm not sports guy at all like at all zero I, zilch i'm basketball okay basketball. yeah yeah it, it's uh i i couldn't tell you a, a kansas basketball team the Nets that's, is that is that a you thing? Just, you just told me one, Kansas. What? Okay, I couldn't. I couldn't. There are a few things I care less about, and I want to be no. passionate about something. Like I, I want, I want yeah. to love sports. I, I got a buddy named John who's really, really into the Georgia Bulldogs. Are you okay? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I was checking my dog. And, and I want to love something as much as John loves the Georgia Bulldogs. Like yeah. I, I, I love my wife. I love my dog. I'm really fond of this podcast, but yeah. uh, besides that, you know, I, I want to be passionate. I, I really like music. Music's always been my thing, man. That's, that's one of my questions for you. Okay. Like, don't, don't tell me that. Yo, you got a second or two. Hold on. Answering it. <laughs> Hold um, 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 uh, one thing, this is the thing number two about the, the art, the things that uh, are going to make us long, long friends. Uh, one thing that you endorse and what, like an example is I use this brand of toothbrush. It's called the radius toothbrush. It has a right handle or a left handle. It's got a really big head. So it gets up on my gums and it's like a party. Yeah. It's in like a party in my mouth. They don't sponsor me, but if you're at radius or you want to email somebody at radius and say, Scott's a good conversation talks about your, your amazing toothbrush all the time. Radius people send me a case of Radius toothbrushes. What's one thing that the world needs to know about? It could be a band or a restaurant or a, a, a philosophy or something that you think that maybe dozens of Scotch and Good Conversation listeners would need to hear right now. Um, oh, man. No pressure. I, I support, um, I endorse uh, jacuzzi baths. <laughs> what? Do you have um, a jacuzzi bath? I do. Okay, that sounds nice. Actually, right now it I sounds just, really, really comfortable. I, yeah. I yeah. judge my depression on how many I, how many jacuzzi baths I take a day. Okay. So if, if I'm ta if I take three, it's like kind of suicide watch. Okay. If I, I take one, it's just like, oh, okay, cool. It was a normal day. All right. Um, there's a there's a. Did you say two? Called... It's a normal day. <laughs> one. One. Okay. So I was... <laughs> You're very three, clean. It's like, <laughs> no. Three. It's like I better call my mom. Okay. Uh, but uh, there's a, a restaurant locally called The Peanut. Uh-huh. Um, I endorse that. And this is Kansas um, City, you said? It's a, There's one in Kansas City. There's a, there's a few, It's but it's like a local thing. Well, send me a link um, to that. I'll, I'll, I'll put it in the show notes. The Peanut sounds great. Like, a, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm about local. Like, that's what, oh, that's okay. how we started this shit. This is this is the one I endorse the most, the okay. Wiener Kitchen. What What is the Wiener Kitchen? Because that sounds Wiener like someplace I want to have a hot dog. The, you're correct. Okay. Uh, the first, Duh. the first band I started, uh -huh. um, I actually didn't start. This guy, Dave, was like, "You play guitar." This is a high school, you know. Uh -huh. you yeah, know, yeah. I was in a band in high school. Everybody is. Yeah, all the cool yeah. kids. Sure. Yeah, and there, this dude came up and was like, "You play guitar, right?" And I was like, eh, "Kind of." <laughs> I know chords. That's how I'd answer it today too. Eh, kind of, but uh, he was like, "We need a band. We need a guitar player for um, the talent show." 
and I was like, okay, what's the band called? And they were like, Zack Attack, like from Saved by the Bell. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I was like, eh, I don't know if I want to play in a band called Zack Attack. <laughs> Wrong time. Like, yeah. Then they and then someone came up. Okay, how about the John Holmes band based off the porn star? Kind of like that. Like I'm okay with that. And I was like, yeah. that's it. Yeah. I'm, in. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with the John Holmes band. Um, and then so Dave is the guy who asked me, and he has um, he went to um, culinary school, and then he started his own business called um, Wiener Kitchen, and he makes artisan. Of he did. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Doesn't that make sense, John Holmes? Like, yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. But I mean, they have vegan dogs, vegetarian uh -huh. dogs. Like it. It's the. It's so legit. <laughs> okay, Wiener Kitchen, and the last of these dumb things, like the, the get to Love know, because I think we're friends. Um, we are. Uh, <laughs> if you could give me. Peter, sitting here, fifty-two-year-old man. How how old, how old a young man are you? You're uh, you're forty-one. Uh, 40. I think forty. Okay. Yeah. Are you forty-one or forty? I'm forty-one, but this year, since I'll be in lockdown, mm -hmm. um, and my birthday's coming up, I won't be able to really celebrate. So I'm just gonna stay forty-one. For okay, good. Year. Solid call. It, you know, makes sense, week, right? We, yeah. It's a happy birthday, by the way. If I miss it, <laughs> um, you friend requested me on Facebook. I think that's officially we are friends. Um, what's one thing since we've been talking to each other for 35 minutes uh, that you think I can do to improve my life besides shave? Like I, I <laughs> really look like a hot fucking mess right now. So, man, this is me not shaving for three weeks right here. I still have a BTM. Wow. So yeah. 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 You, you, um, what's one, what's, it. what's one thing that I, that I, I need to improve my life, man. I don't know. That microphone looks really nice. I like the peace sign thing. Um, how much tequila do you drink? I don't, you know what, what I, I don't drink tequila. I wish I knew you, are you a mezcal guy? I'm all, I'm about it all. Yeah. Mezcal is like tequila's classier brother. Yeah. 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 When, when this all gets done, go to your, your local, like kind of sort of high end liquor store and ask about mezcal. Oh, I've had mezcal. Oh, okay. Cause I, I like it. Like if I could afford mezcal like it's sort of hard to find i don't know if it's hard to find everywhere but in florida like it's it's expensive and i i need a mezcal like a uh, sponsor i've had nothing but bad experiences with tequila should i like it yeah should i enjoy it more you should uh try it out because if you i think a lot of people who have bad experiences usually ha don't have like really good tequila oh yeah see that's that's what i think yeah I think like for me, it's like the only thing nowadays that I'm older where it's like if I drink a lot of it, I'm yeah. kind of still not, I'm not hung over in the morning. You know, like if I drink like whiskey and wine and beer in the same night, <laughs> you're just making bad decisions, <laughs> but it's also, eh, sometimes it's a good combination, but, uh, yeah, it's tequila is like. I don't know. That's that's maybe so you can improve on that. I think drinking tequila. I I, I promise you when I'm able to go out. <laughs> you, you know what's funny? I, the the first time I've ever done this this afternoon, I ordered some. I ordered. <laughs> I sound like a fancy boy. Uh, I I, yeah. I I hired someone locally to go to the liquor store for me. Like it's uh it's not it's Uber Eats or something. I I, I uh. It, but uh, I feel really bad about having someone go liquor shopping for me. It's very strange. But I'm going to put tequila on my next next week when I run out of liquor. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to put a, a, I'm going to put a bottle of tequila on there. Do it. Do it like a silver tequila. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I'll let and you know. You can, mix, you can mix it with like uh, 
if you like put you know in a tall glass with ice and then like uh you know tapo chico that uh sparkling water or like LaCroix. Oh yeah, I do know that. It's got a pretty label. So like, yeah, yeah. Get like a regular yeah. flavor LaCroix okay. and mix it with that. It's great. Or straight, whatever. See, I'm a straight guy. Like I am a yeah. I'm a like I I usually pour my my scotch in like a glass. You know, and I might add yeah. like a, a, a ice cube about that big if I'm feeling really exotic. Uh yeah, I am yeah, yeah. I like I like the the flavor of what the flavor should be. And I enjoy tequila. I just don't I, I I think because I grew up in the 80s and like the early 90s, I think the, the, the tequila people were idiots, I think. You know, yeah, the, the, it was about the right. salt and the lime and the, the, no, the, no, everybody no, made no. that face, that tequila face. Yeah. And, and <laughs> yeah. like, I don't want to be part of your stupid club, man. Can, like, So if someone bought me a tequila shot, I'd be the last guy standing there and I'd slowly drink it. And I, inside I'd be var barfing. But I just wanted to be like, yeah. you guys are making a big fucking production out of this. Uh, like so, if 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 I can slowly drink a bad tequila, I can probably really enjoy a good tequila. Um, you yeah. were assigned a task to, to ask me a couple questions. Now's your chance to ask me the first and only the first of your questions, please, sir. And thank you. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I am a big movie guy, so I was wondering if you could be any character from a movie. Who would it be, and why? You know what's funny about this? <laughs> um, and, and this is right now stream of consciousness uh, on a Facebook thread on somebody else's podcast. Uh, someone asked the uh, best soundtrack. And uh -huh. and I wrote uh, Some Kind of Wonderful. You're familiar with that film? Oh, got, yeah. Got Eric Stoltz on it. Great soundtrack. Yeah. There's a cover yeah. of I Can't help, uh, help Falling in Love with You by an Irish band called Lick the Tins. If you're listening, uh -huh. look look that up. And if you find an original copy of the CD or the album, it's worth like a lot of money. But uh, really? I, I put that one. And I also put the soundtrack to pump up the volume with Kristen Slater. Oh, yeah, that's a great. I, are you, I don't know if it is. <laughs> but uh, but you think you think I guess I watched it kind of not too long ago and it was a little slower. Than yeah, yeah, I yeah. Remembered it. But when I was a, when I when it first came out, I thought it was so cool. I I. I think in my podcast career, I think his his uh his character is Hard Henry or something like I I, I and I think yeah. I think Henry I'm Hardon? I, Henry Hardon. I think I might be Hard Henry. Like I'm not. I'm trying not to be afraid yeah. of what I say and not be embarrassed by my stories. That's a good call. So I'm I'm going with pump up the volume right now and uh, my backpedal. I like that. Um, you can backpedal on it also. Totally. Also, I, I, I don't want to be um. I love the Planet of the Apes films. They're like some of my most favorite films, and not not the one that Tim Burton directed, except for that one. But uh, the, no, the, the five originals. Yeah, the the original Planet of the Apes films. So I'm all about. I one of my earliest memories is seeing Planet of the Apes in the theater with my brother, and I've yeah. talked to him about that because like, that was 72, 73, 1971, I think. So I couldn't yeah. have been more than four or five, and my parents weren't those people who would let us go out like by that by ourselves but he, he was like yeah mom and dad let you let me take care of you and i re one of my earliest memories is going to see planet of the apes but i can't get behind uh charles hudsonson hudsonson whatever his name is uh i'm gonna ask you some <laughs> questions because he's an nra guy i'm gonna ask you some questions now speaking about movies quest number one for you out of all the kids who went in charlie uh the chocolate factory who annoyed willy wonka the most oh man Whew, that's a that's a 
Interesting question. Uh, <laughs> you're in. You're in for a lot of those. So. <laughs> it might have to be Charlie. I mean, because he lasted the longest. You know, it's like all the other ones were kind of gone, and like, and it, like Willie was like, "Ah, oh, man, I still have to deal with this kid." <laughs> he's like, he's like, I'm so annoyed. I'm just gonna give you give the you factory. the chocolate factory. <laughs> have so you take it? Have you seen a, a Snow Crasher? You're a film guy. Uh, Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer. Yeah. It's uh, like, uh, yeah. Uh, part- yeah, yeah. If, if you guys are listening to this podcast, check out uh, Snowpiercer and then Google Snowpiercer Willy Wonka. And it, it's it's an amazing concept and it kind it of is. all works out. Um, yeah. I, I, um, I, I was going to, because my wife and I talked about this last night and she said Mike TV. And I'm, I'm a Mike TV guy because he comes yeah. in, like he's a dick and was telling Charlie like, like uh not charlie uh willie how how uh how everything is wrong and he, he's so i'm i'm but there are no wrong answers you have the right answer it it's it's charlie i think yeah but i mean like you know mike tv could have been pretty valid also you know question number two for you and you do you have kids i have a child yeah he's uh uh 14. okay as 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 a parent what is one thing that you swore you'd never say to your, your child, but you've said? Because <laughs> I don't have kids. Like, I, I and it's always a weird, mm. like, I, I I don't have any, like, like I have a godson, and I'm a horrible yeah. godfather. I'm sorry, Bridget and Eric, if you're listening. I, I like, I, I'm bad. I'm a bad uncle. Like, I, I, every now and then I'll send a birthday card. But yeah. what what's, because at some point you went, oh my God, that sounded like something my parents would say, or like someone, my, my PE teacher would say or something. Oh, I'd probably, probably be like, um, something I would tell him that I thought I would never say would be, um, follow in your father's footsteps. <laughs> are you, are you cool dad? I mean, do you see the kid? Is he hanging out or it's, oh, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm the kid, divorced. the child. I'm not. I'm not sure. The reason I, yeah, yeah, the reason I live in Lawrence is because he's here. So Good. That's the right thing to do. Yeah, yeah. If he didn't live here, I would not live here either. Yeah. Um. So we are very. It's just he's since he's like you know a teenager now. We're just we're kind of like, where do you want to go? How, yeah. You know, like we're both laid back about it. So it's good. It's a it's a positive. Is he where um, your rock star? Like, does he does he know what you've done? He's come to. We played this big festival in uh, California, and there were there were like twenty thousand people or something. And he came to that show backstage and, for the uh, pass and the the, the, yeah. the groupies so and sure. I think I think he knows, but I also don't think he like really cares too much because like you know we played a couple more shows and I was like, hey, you want to come to this one? And he's like, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> <I'll>, okay. <laughs> Did you really Fair want enough. him to come? <laughs> like I, yeah, I would really I, like if I had a kid, I'd really want him to sit on the floor and just be quiet and watch me podcast. And that's like the coolest thing I've ever done. I, yeah. I bet you he thinks you're cool, Dad. And when he's 14, man, it's his job to judge shit. You know, he oh, looks yeah. at you and he thinks he thinks you have a lot of records and you, like your films are weird and the obsession with Jar Jar Binks and, and like he, he's, you know, but as someone who like my dad is my hero, you know, I, yeah. I as long as you're decent and in his life, I, I think you're doing OK. And it sounds like you're trying 
real hard to do the right thing. Sometimes you're not meant to be with the person you're married or meant to be with the person no. who, who you, you've had a, a child with. But as long as you guys are cool and on the same level and taking care and nurturing and pointing him in, in a right direction, like yeah. that sounds perfect to me, you know? Oh, we have a blast. I Good. mean, we've been, we've been having a really good time in this uh, lockdown thing and he's obsessed with ELO now. So I saw like, that you bought him uh, like three ELO yeah. records. Uh, my friend gave, I did oh, buy him three, but yeah, yeah. a buddy of mine also gave him a bunch of ELO records. So he like is a Jeff Lynn encyclopedia. How could you not be point. like it? Because the dude is brilliant. You know, just, yeah. just when ELO started like kind of waning, Traveling Wilburys, Roy Orbison, you know, like, yeah. like it, it's he made the super group super group. And yeah. somehow he oh, made yeah. it sound a little like ELO. <laughs> Just kind of a teeny yeah. bit. Yeah. 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 I, I'm, a, I'm a fan. Like, I mean, again, growing up in the 70s, like I, my I remember my brother having Out of the Blue on 8-Track and riding around in his Gremlin listening to yeah. Out of the Blue. <laughs> yes. Mr. Yeah. Blue Skies is a solid song. Like, again, I... Like, He's put out two records in the last three years, and they are um, my first, my favorite record by Yellow is Time. And then the last two that just came out are probably my next two favorite. I love Time. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, we, uh, we, we went to uh, um, Tampa like three weeks ago, right when all this shit happened. And on, on the, uh, the way home, I put on Time, and it's, it's so telling of the world we live in. You know, it's a concept album. It's so good. Like, uh, what's it? Yeah. The uh, that song where he's in love with his computer. I love you sincerely. Yours truly. What? what what's yeah. the? Yeah, like, it, sincerely, yours truly. Yeah, he falls in love with his computer. Uh, and then, are you an Information Society fan at all? I don't know who that is. Information Society. They did a uh, uh, remember it's Pure Energy. Uh, what's on your mind? You you know Information Society. They they okay. did a record in 1990 that could be the next logical step from from time. Like it, it's it okay. it's it's about computers and how they kind of mess with our world and yeah. it's easy to get sucked in and it, it's that's so funny. Like no, besides you and I and maybe Jeff Lynn, probably not. No one really loved that record. I think. <laughs> I was, it's weird. I think it's starting to get a little more recognition, but like, cause I was, when Jeff Lynn and ELO did that, those last tours, they, the closest they came to Kansas was Chicago and uh, Dallas, I think. And I was like, okay, I'm going to spend $300 on a ticket, $400 on travel and eating. And, but then I was looking at the set list and there wasn't one song from time. And I was like, eh, I don't know. You would think they'd at least do like hold on tight, you know? Uh, uh, I, that was part of a coffee commercial in, I don't know if you can see me. I can't see you, but we're cool. Uh, that was part of a coffee commercial. I can see you. Why can't you see me? I don't know, Florida. Like I, there's probably a hurricane coming to make this, this quarantine thing even more fun. Oh, um, <laughs> um, there, there was a, what's, what's the song on time? The, the, the line is, uh, remember the good, uh, good old 1980s where things were less complicated. I wish I could go back there again. Take it, take it to the moon. Oh my God. It's so good. Like it's, it's, it's the best. That's the best song. I'm it's a ballad. It's beautiful. It, it yeah. sounds like ELO. God, we're both geeking out over ticket to the moon. Oh, over, uh, ELO. Uh, question number three yeah. for you. If you were a gang leader, how would you test your members to ensure that they were not uh, police officers? I always kind of like envisioned myself more as like starting a cult. Okay, than, good. Uh, nice. That's the right answer. Than a gang. Um, 
But, I mean, if I had a gang, man, how does, uh, my, my gang would be like Omar's from uh, The Wire. <laughs> See, I don't. You know, I, I was hoping. I, I was hoping you would say the Warriors. Uh, I, I oh don't. Oh man, I, <laughs> uh, Cyrus. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Cyrus. Can Cyrus. you dig it? Yeah, yeah, that's that's one of my. That's in my top probably twenty movies ever. <laughs> what 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 did the guy from The Wire do in his gang? Because I I've never seen The Wire. Oh, he just traveled. It was basically just him, and then he would have like maybe one other person or like two other people. Small so gang. So it was just. Yeah. What? A small gang. Just a big yeah, group. it was just tight. Yeah. Okay. Well, you... Your second question to me, please. Second question. Well, I mean, this is something you were kind of talking about a little bit. Is besides anything that is breathing, what do you cherish the most in life? Oh, man. that's a, that's. Did you write that or did you look that up? I... I I often ask this to oh, it's it's a good um, question friends. Yeah. when when we get into when a friend and I get into politics um and I just basically say look they don't care it doesn't matter who you want they just it's about money and it's about like you know illuminati and a new world order <laughs> and so I go there's probably not much we could ever do to change it I know you know you, you could fucking be like, fuck you for saying that. But I get down to, well, in life, if you can't change it, besides anything that is breathing, what do you cherish the most? That is my question. I, I did um, not look that up. No, that's that's a good that's a really good question, dude. Um at as an older old older than you, dude, I don't know. Like I don't know where I like I don't feel old. Um mm -hmm. but I'm also aware that I don't have a lot of time on this planet. Like, you know, I, mm -hmm. I, I have more time spent than I have time that's available to me. And I don't even necessarily want that time that's available to me. Cause I don't want to be, I'll go that, you know, I don't want to wear a diaper. I don't want my dick to not work. I don't, you know, I, I, yeah. I you know, I don't, I don't want to, to, to not be able to go out and enjoy things. And I, you know, I, I like my teeth, you know, it, it's so I, I'm, <laughs> a, I'm aware that, that time is limited and. I've been trying to really enjoy time and minimize the drama and and make the 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 good time better. And lately, I mean the last three and a half weeks or whatever I've been stuck at home, it's gonna sound crazy, but we've kind of enjoyed ourselves in a strange way. Sure. My wife works a lot. Like she's gone on a normal day. She works like four days a week and she'll leave at seven and come home at seven, seven thirty. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a struggling podcaster. So I make dinner for her and she comes home and we sit down and we have dinner and then we'll lay on the couch and turn the stupid TV on and she'll fall asleep in 45 minutes, you know, and it's eight thirty nine o'clock and she's asleep and I don't want to wake her up because, you know, she's been working right. her ass off for the last, you know, 12, 13 hours. So lately, like she's been working from home, which is a blessing. Like, I'm, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it, the stars aligned and we're, we're going to be one of the few lucky people who might be okay. You know, assuming right. we, don't, we don't somehow catch it, a disease, you know? Right. And, and, um, so I've been really like the time thing, time is, is so valuable and to, to make the, the, the bullshit go away 
it's simpler, I think, than most people give it credit for, you know, you can make the bullshit go away, just remove yourself from the bullshit. You know, and I, I get it. Like I, I have the luxury. I don't have children. You know, I, you know, I, you know, we, we're not rich, but we, we don't, we, we don't need a lot of things. We, I have a one bedroom house, a one bedroom house. I have a one bathroom house, uh-huh. but, but we don't, um, we don't need more than that. So we're not, we're not getting more than that. You know, we're able to go out and have a nice dinner every now and then I can buy, you know, a $13 six pack of beer. You know, you know, it's, it's, yeah. And because my time is valuable, I don't want to spend my time drinking something I don't like. I don't want to spend my time going to a band that, that I, I don't want to see, you know, I, I, I want to turn off the TV and read and I want to, I want to like listen to music I like. And I, you know, and I want to eat in nice restaurants and, and occasionally like we travel, like we, we go out and we'll travel and I'll go stay in an Airbnb and we'll explore everything. We'll go from, you know, street food to, to a nice restaurant and everything in between. I'm not, I'm, I, I don't want, frequently I feel like I sound like an elitist and I don't think I am. I just, I, I, I agree with you. Yeah. I, I think sometimes like looking at, um, you know, there's certain people who work, you know, five days a week and yeah. at lunch they go to McDonald's or Subway every day. So if you add that up, yeah. you spent probably like, 60 some dollars why not just bring like a sandwich you know that would eat for each day which would equal about you know like 15 dollars yep. and then take the rest of the money and go eat somewhere super nice yep or you buy know? yourself that's, a book or a record or i totally agree i don't think that's like an elitist thing i think that's like you know why i'm drinking this cheap beer right now <laughs> do i like it it's fine it gets me through like it has me i could have a drink yeah it's Rich. i i, I it's like i don't want to go to the liquor the the the, 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 t- the thing that i appreciate the most is time i think and i guess it's because i realize i don't have i have less of it than when i was you know 20 and didn't think i, I thought i had all the time in the world and like i i, I yeah. really 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 appreciate the time i have with my family and my wife and my dog and even the time i have by myself like one of the smartest things we've done in the last three weeks is we bought a hammock. We had it nice. and it's, it was a hundred bucks with a frame and I'm sure it's going to fall apart by the end of the summer. But, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, um, every night we've been out there like, uh, you know, having a drink or having a smoke or, or, or just sitting like it, my wife's in the, in the medical field and in between, uh, clients, we've gone out and sat in the hammock. You know, and, and I've been trying to not have my phone on, like I'll leave my phone inside, you know, and it's, it's our instinct now to, to play with our phones and play with our, our, you know, our computers and I have an iPad in my lap, you know, yeah. it, it's, it's, uh, uh, it's time it, to answer your questions time. We're going to take a commercial right here. Boom. Life is crazy lately, right? Last thing you want to do is worry about what you're going to eat tonight. Truffle, mac, and cheese. You want it, La Femme du Fromage has got it. Give them a call. 407-571-9947. You can order that or you can order anything from their extensive menu. Plus beer, plus wine. You just roll right up to the East End Market, run in and grab it. No hassle, 
no crowds, and everything is delicious, locally made. La Femme du Fromage is Orlando's cheese shop. Give them a follow on all the social media to keep up what's going on, and make sure you support local. Let them know you heard about them on Scotch and Good Conversation. Have you been injured on the go? Remember, just call Mo. Justcallmo.com. All right, we're back. Uh, this part of the show is brought to you by Compass Box Whiskey. I am drinking some right now. They make a glorious glass of scotch. What am I drinking? Hold on a second. I am drinking. Turn it around. Uh, spice tree. And on the label, it says it's rich, it's round, it's intense. All their scotches are amazing. Go in your local liquor store, or if you can order liquor from home like I, I can because I'm fancy, have them get some compass box. You will not be disappointed. And your button guy. My button guy is your button guy. If you need buttons for your podcast or your band, Josh, or uh, yeah. or your family reunion or your uh, uh, Corona uh, quarantine, your button guy can do it. There are only two ways to get a hold of him because he's kind of bad at business. You can get a hold of him on Instagram and on Facebook. Search him. He is inexpensive. He is professional as hell. He's got a beautiful beard and he's cool. Your button guy makes buttons for me. Uh, question number four for you. What would an alien race determine about humanity if they were to observe us during the current state of affairs? Oh, they'd be like, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> First of all, it's totally polluted. <laughs> what, what are we doing here? <laughs> Do you think they'd see the best of us? you think we're doing okay? Is that heavy? Be, Is that too heavy? No, it'd probably be like a drunk driving accident and crashing into here and being like oh this is cool <laughs> we can drunk we can take this over this is this is easy <laughs> god that would that would be great <laughs> will, will you submit to your alien overlords oh hell yeah <laughs> I, I can make music for you sir 100 <laughs> percent. i i don't know I, i'm uh, i'm gone if that happens i'm just gonna just run away and die in a hole a uh, question oh, i think they'd be great they'd be fun to party with <laughs> i i always see the aliens from the simpsons like that that's how yeah. i see my or, or uh, mars attacks like those are my aliens okay yeah so i i'm uh, i'm right there between sarcastic aliens and just shoot you right on spot aliens <laughs> yeah. question number five for you uh and uh, this is an email and emails are sponsored by the nook on Robinson right now, as we speak, and this could change by the time, hopefully it does. By the time this podcast comes out, the nook on Robinson is closed. And here's what I need you to do. Go to their Instagram, go to their Facebook, go to their Twitter and support them right now. They're selling t-shirts. They're selling hats. They're selling gift cards. And the minute the nook on Robinson opens, I need for everyone over there to support our local bar. The Nook on Robinson, you would like this bar. Mm -hmm. On any given time, you can go in there and there'll be a jazz band playing or a punk band or a gypsy band or uh, uh, um, they, they show films. On Sunday morning, sometimes they will stock the bar with cereal and milk and you can get a beer and a bowl of cereal. It, it, they, it's, it's like a living work of art at any given time. They're... They're amazing. They're local. Do they have tequila? 
Uh, no, it's just it's just uh, it's just beer. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just beer. That's yeah, great. That yeah, that sounds it, really cool. The Nook on Robins. I'm sorry. I agree. Yeah. For everyone listening, go and support that. And uh, anywhere you live, I'm sure there's a bar that needs help as well. And if there's anything people can do, then they should look out and try and help out their local in, uh, independent eateries and breweries. And it's real easy to go to Walmart and get a six pack of beer right now. You can do it. You can walk in and get a six pack, but, but, but to go over to your local brewery or your local restaurant and order out or buy a gift card from the Nook on Robinson or, or just support them, you know, financially, I'm sure there's a PayPal at a lot of your favorite restaurants. Give them a buck or two. It helps them. I'm going to agreed. Agreed. Yeah. I'm going to do a, uh, I'm going to play a little, a f- few songs at the end of this month. Um, like, you know, people are doing these little live things on mm-hmm. Facebook and stuff. I'm going to do one and then any, and try and raise like money. And then any money I make from it, I'm going to donate it to, um, the few, some of the bars around here that have like, who have us play the most normally. They're, they're independent know? people. And, and most, yeah. most of your local bars aren't making a shit ton of money. You know, they're, right. they're, 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 they're probably just squeaking by on good night. They, they walk away with a lot of money in their pocket, but on a bad night, they walk away with no money in their pocket. Yeah. So follow your local bar. If you're in Orlando or you're coming through Orlando, you plan on coming through Orlando, check out the Nook on Robinson. They are located in the Milk District at 2432 East Robinson Street. If you want to email me, email me over at scotchandgoodconversation at gmail.com. Uh, if, if the email doesn't suck, I, I will read it. I've been sitting on this one for a little while and you seem like a fun guy. So we're, we're going to, we're going to do a sex question. Uh, you okay with that? Oh yeah. I've okay. It, it, this, this one just says, hello, I'm from Austria, which is strange because it has nothing to do with the rest of the email. I've been married for 14 years. My wife doesn't like going down on me. <laughs> I've never had an email like this. Um, I'm happy to do it to her. Any advice, uh, would be appreciated. So this this guy um he goes down on his wife he doesn't mm-hmm. uh, his wife doesn't uh, uh, help him in that area, what what do you do? Well, I mean I think it's fair that um, he's able to look and find someone else to do it. You think so? I think so. I yeah. mean she has to be, but ask. Fourteen but years though. Fourteen. Year. Oh, ask. Okay, good. Don't ask just go her. and cheat. Okay, good. Like that's that's yeah. uh yeah ask her and like, be like, look, this is, I want this. And yeah, you know, that, I need that could this be a deal breaker. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I, I, I'm going to say, first of all, have a serious talk with her. I think say, you know, Hey, well, you know, yeah. Yeah. Like, like I, I don't know. They didn't sign it obviously. <laughs> um, but I have Josh a serious, <laughs> <laughs> have a serious talk with her and, and say, you know, I really like, I, I think I, I, I please you at least, you seem, I seem to think you do. I, I do. And, um, can you at least maybe, maybe we can make a date. Maybe we can say, Hey, I'm going to do you. And then you do me for a little while. And, uh, I don't know, watch some pornography, find out what turns her on, you know, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe 69 is a good call. Oh, for that one. Is that ever a good call? Does that ever work out for anybody? Like I, I'm, I think 69 is pretty cool. I, I, I haven't done it in a minute, but I, I, yeah. I enjoy it. I, I enjoy when, when, She's 69. 69, dude. <laughs> she's six. She's 69. And then she sits up and, and just enjoys herself with on, on my face. This has gone really yeah. wrong. Uh, so hopefully, per, nah, so, so hopefully person who, uh, isn't getting ahead 
<laughs> um, hopefully we helped you out. We probably didn't. If you want to email me sex questions, email me over at scottsagoodconversation at gmail.com. Here is a commercial. If you're like me right now, there's two things you want to do. You want to help the community out by supporting local and you want to drink craft beer. Red Light Red Light Beer Parlor has been doing craft beer locally here in Central Florida since the beginning of the craft beer movement, and they're going to continue doing it. Right now, they're open selling beer to go to you. Sundays and Mondays from noon to 6, close Tuesdays because they need time to rest too, and open every other day from noon to 9. Award-winning craft beer, and you can get beer to go from any one of their 300 bottles and cans. Red Light Red Light Beer Parlor is conveniently located in the Audubon Park Garden District at 2810 Kareen Drive. Support local. Drink craft beer. Tell them we sent you. Red Light Red Light Beer Parlor. Have you been injured on the go? Remember, just call Mo. Just call Mo.com. Good manners make people happy. And good table manners make eating together a happy time. We are thankful for our home and our happy meal. We are glad we have good table manners. And know what to do with a napkin. How to use a spoon in eating soup easily, without noise. Dinner and good conversation. It's like scotch and good conversation, only we talk with our mouths full of food. Available anywhere you find podcast or dagcpodcast.com. Question number six for you. What's hardest to achieve, being the best or being the worst in the world? Hardest to achieve? Um, I don't know. Can you achieve either of those things? I'm probably the worst podcast in the world. <laughs> the worst what? Podcast in the world. No, so. no, there are, there are worse podcasts than me. Not many, but... Not like, that I listen to them, but... You said you don't listen to podcasts. I don't... I, I've had to sit in a van on tour and have to listen to podcasts until I put my headphones in. And there's some very bad podcasts. <laughs> a lot of guys in a room thinking they're funny. Uh, um, yeah. Really? You guys, let you, you will sit, there'll be like, let's say five people in a van and someone goes, listen to this podcast and everybody thinks that's going to be a good idea. Oh God. Uh, there are, there are people who I've, you know, I've toured with a lot of people. And yeah. Yeah. If you're driving, you get control. So, oh, I guess, yeah, yeah. I, I people guess there's that love role. people love podcasts. I, I mean, that's like obviously, and uh, I think they're neat and cool. I just like, I just like, don't really listen to them. I like, am if I'm in a van, I'm usually my go-to, like by myself, if I'm not driving, is like the Beatles anthology albums. Really? When's the last time you listened? Like, you listen to the Beatles on like regularly? Oh yeah, really? I like I, the, I love those anthology records where it's like all outtakes and stuff. Two and three. I guess maybe I should listen to those because I mean I, I feel like I don't I don't own a Beatles record anymore, 
and I know oh, them. God. Like you know, I, I'm like I'm I grew up on them. Like I've owned most yeah. of them. Um, but I I I know those records, and and I think one of the reasons like I showed my vinyl earlier, like when I I was okay with getting rid of all my records, it was because I I'd listened to them all. You know, I yeah. I knew you know I knew the lyrics to to time. I knew the lyrics to Out of the Blue. You know, I knew the, yeah. the lyrics to Joshua Tree. You know, I, 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 and again, I, I got Spotify too, so I can move forward. Like of the, sure. of the couple hundred records I have now, a lot of them are stuff I never owned on vinyl or it's stuff that, that I, you know, I, I, I wasn't able to like listen to back in the day or, or newer stuff from bands that I appreciate. So I, I, I can't even imagine like, <laughs> you know, wanting to sit in a van and, and just listen to like some dude talking. And that's me who talk, yeah. who literally podcast for, for, for a profession. This is what I do for yeah. a living. Um, yeah. And so uh, did we answer the question? What's uh, harder to, to uh, do, uh, be the best or the worst? I said they're both unachievable. Okay. I, 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 um, we have the worst president ever right now. Uh, question yeah. number seven for you. If everybody thought like you for one day, what would the world be like? Oh, oh. I'm going to preface this by saying you seem okay, Josh. I've enjoyed talking to you. <laughs> it would probably be like how it is right now. No one going outside. <laughs> I have very, you know, I, um, but I like f learned m so much from both my parents, but mm -hmm. are they, are they around? Mom, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, my mom is the most, like she can meet a stranger and the stranger would be like, I need help with this. And she'll be like, all right, here, I'll help you. Yeah. And I'll take in that. Like she cares so much for so many different like just is like there for you if you're broken down somewhere and she's i'm like mom my friend's broken down on the street you're can you help i'll get I her said that. i'll get him She'd be yeah, like, yeah. yeah yeah and so like i'm very much that way also to a fault and um i think she is to a fault also which um you know and then my dad is like can fix anything and like, I can't do any of that stuff, but he's also like super, um, like can pick, like look into a room and like see everything that's happening. And I'm very much like that also, like, I'm like that from him, but I don't know, I guess like, yeah, man, uh, if it was me one day, I thought, I don't know, it'd be weird. Are you, are you do you ever talk to anybody? Not that it's any of my business. We can cut this out if you want. Have you Did ever I talk to anybody? Like, like, a? do you ever like, I didn't realize until I started podcasting and talking to like hundreds of people, how many people see a therapist or, or like, Oh yeah. yeah okay. Totally. Good. Like, cause I was going to say, like, I, I think I need I'm you on, to, I'm on medicine. Okay, yeah. good. Like, you know, I, it, I, I speak out towards like, it's very healthy to do that. Yeah. Even if you don't, even if you don't have depression or anxiety, it's great to go and talk to someone every now and then. And, you know, sometimes you'll get that. Someone will be like, well, I can't afford it because this or that. There's help There's, out there. There's yeah. plans everywhere. Yeah. And also it's just like, talk. like some people don't even want to like take the time to like, I do have friends. I have 
you know, multiple friends. I, I do have friends. I swear. No, um, <laughs> I'm your friend. I do, <laughs> I do have friends, friends where like everyone has friends, like where you can call, call them up. Now like, you got all the time in the world know? to call them up right now. Yeah. yeah you got I talk about shit hours, you know? hours of time, you know, and, and tell them you love them and tell them, yeah. you know, I miss you. It, I think it, like the big, like, yeah, definitely. But like another thing about this is like, the whole like lockdown or quarantine, however you want to call it, is just like it really puts into in, into perspective like what you need, don't need. Like, why did you waste your time not liking something when you could have spent your time loving something? Mm-hmm. It's just like you know, like I I hope like that's what people get out of this when this ends. It's just like oh, like I why did I waste my time like being negative towards this but there's no point in doing that or it's like well i actually didn't need to use um a paper towel when i could have used a fucking cloth towel you know the, like, the, the water so out of many, our faucet works fine we don't need a bottle of water yeah there's so many little yeah. things that, yep. like i know i'm like realizing that i hope other people are as well it's i i think we are going to learn something for this uh, i i am concerned about your children's children. You know, yeah. I, I'm, in, I'm concerned about my nieces and nephews, kids and my, my godson, you know, and it, it's like, if we all just try a little fucking harder, just, it's, it's not that hard. Like it's really, yeah. it's really like order locally, you know, don't go to Walmart, you know, recycle if you can. Yeah. I mean, I, I know that some of the recycling is bullshit. I'm aware of that, but it helps a little, if anything else, be aware of the people you're voting for and vote, you know, it, it's, we all just yeah. do a little bit. And I think this time we like, we've got time We're we're not, this isn't ending anytime soon. Appreciate time, you know, appreciate the fact that you can, I don't know if you have a backyard. I'm in love with my backyard right now. I'm like, I I can lay in that fucking hammock and stare up at the tree and see the sky above it for hours. At the end, I think ultimately we're going to be okay. And by we, I mean the people who get on the other side of this. I don't know, man. Like right now, just be happy right fucking now. It, yeah, it, and that should be the attitude going forth as well. So the fact is, is no one knows anything, really. Yeah, we, so. and that's and I always say this: I could be wrong. You know, I I, I yeah. could I could totally be off point on this. It, it, the answer could be: take care of yourself, fuck everybody, and, and move forward and slay everything that's in front of you. <laughs> you know, yeah. and I could be no, in the wake of that. I know. Question number eight for you. Who do you know that I don't know who should come on the podcast? This is my part where I get you to go through your mental Rolodex and give me Stevie, Stephen Percy's number and have him on my <laughs> podcast. Maybe not. I don't um, know if you have his number, but, but, uh, well, I mean, it just depends what kind of, you know, you can go two different avenues on this. You can go like, okay, this person had some success. Someone cool. Someone, someone who uh, I enjoyed talking to you, man. Like uh, this has been fun. So someone, Um, someone you, that uh, you think might have a good time. I'll give you four people. Okay, good. (laughs) Perfect. There's my friend Matt Gilligan who runs orphan radio podcast. Okay. Yeah. I listen. I like that podcast. Is that the one you're on? Super. Yeah. 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 Super smart. And he like 
is just like a good talk, yeah. a good person to talk to about. He has so many great stories. He toured with the anniversary for a long time doing merch. Um, he's great. And then my other friend who owns a record store in Costa Mesa, Parker Macy, he is great. And then if you want to go down the other avenue of people in bands, um, Dimitri from uh, he played in the Burning Brides and now plays in Off with okay. uh, Keith Moore. Well, that's Morris that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he and I talk often and have been talking a lot actually now that um, we've been inside. And um, and then you know Prior from Get Up Kids loves podcasts, so he is he would be a good person to talk to because he just like he loves podcasts cool. so the, hmm. well, those thank are my you. four p's if you'd yeah. reach out to them and mention the podcast and let me know if anybody's sure. into it see see what i did there that that's that's the smartest thing i've ever done let you do the work for this and then me reap, reap all the rewards I don't, I don't look at that as work um uh plugs uh, where can the people find your music i believe like spotify <laughs> okay but you could you could go to like you could just google my name and my merch store will come up and you could buy the physical album good you, get, you got vinyl here. right i everything i release is on vinyl okay I'm, I'm, you're, you're gonna be getting some uh some buys from me when my wife gets her next paycheck tape because <laughs> that tape is anybody buying those who's buying those dude i i, I sell out of my tapes it's crazy. Stop buying it's, tapes, except for no, Josh. Buy all of Josh's back stock on tapes, but stop buying I, tapes. There's no more tape decks. We can't find them. I have one. <laughs> Do you? My son, dude, my son is obsessed with tapes. <laughs> Has he, he had one for, get eaten? Like now, like and have to rewind it with the top of the pencil. And it's, no. Yeah. He, see, when he that happens, he's gonna hate fucking tapes. He asked for one for Christmas and got one. Okay. Good. Good. You're a good dad. Um, and then all my all my tapes come with the download code. Okay, good. See, that's perfect. So you leave them in the plastic yeah. and sell them at some point. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> smart. Exactly. That's smart business. Um, uh, want to tell you guys the haunting theme of Scotch a Good Conversation is written by my buddy CJ Mask. Uh, right now he's normally touring. Right now he's out with bands. Or normally he's out with bands or out uh, uh, running sound for people. But he's stuck at home like everybody else. If you need a theme song for your podcast or an album produced or mastered, CJ Mask is the man. He's very good at what he does, and he's a nice guy. And if you need that, get it me. I will get it him and hook you guys up. Patreon, if you like the podcast, if you enjoyed this, go over to patreon.com slash Conversation and check it out. I've been posting almost daily uh, I've been trying to make uh, my my patrons uh, that the money they're giving it, it worth it. But any any money I get back from Patreon goes right back into the podcast. Support all my sponsors, every single one of them. They're all local. They're all amazing. They all are 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 like working for themselves. And if uh, if you appreciate Josh, if you're a friend of Josh, if you're a friend of his bands. Repost this. Hit share on Facebook. You'll do it for memes. You'll do it for any nonsense, but do it for him and his bands and his music and his career. If there's someone in your life who right now needs something, reach out to them. Give them a phone call. Give them a FaceTime. Text them. It's really fucking easy. Take care of each other. Love each other. Have a little empathy for each other because right now we're confused. And remember to breathe.
a PFT Media Production.